Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Since returning to work after the COVID pandemic, many people have become miserable and genuinely frustrated with their work situation. We will discuss this generalized misery on the Greater Work Podcast, and of course, I'm your host, Sean Gibson. I've read countless articles and reports on LinkedIn discussing just how much of the American workforce since returning to their regular jobs is miserable and even depressed with the jobs that they've been doing for years. Many are now opting to leave their previous line of work, and some are even taking on new careers. When asked what makes these individuals so miserable, there's been no single reason. It was a collection of things. Out-of-touch leadership, work environments, horrible, tired of their clientele, and some realized for the first time that they're on the career path that God didn't intend for them. However, some workers are still plugging away at it, but deep down, they're not motivated and they struggle to stay focused in their line of work. One person that I talked with said that they feel like they're in a pit and don't know how to get out. In this podcast, I want to talk with those that are still toughing it out in the pit. Despite the challenges, I want to speak with the ones that are pushing through the difficulties to still get the job done, but only by God's grace. Thankfully, in the Bible, we can read about an individual that was stuck in an actual pit for a season, but then went on to live a wonderfully prosperous and productive life. His name was Joseph, and we can learn a lot from his experience and about how to weather through seasons that are difficult when you're in a pit. When Joseph was a teenager, his father Jacob asked him to go check on his brothers as they were tending the flock. Joseph and his brothers did not see eye to eye. Now, there was a lot of jealousy going on in that family, and they were jealous of Jacob's favoritism towards Joseph, and they weren't afraid to show it. When Jacob sent Joseph out to check on how his brothers were tending the sheep, Jacob demonstrated just really how out of touch he was with the family situation. As you read in the story in Genesis 37, it says that Jacob's sons were so mad at Joseph that he was coming that, as we'll read here in Genesis 37, it says, Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. We can say that a vicious animal has devoured him. Then we'll see what becomes of this dreamer. How a father could send their son into such a divisive situation like this without handling it home is beyond me. It demonstrates just how out of touch Jacob's leadership was in the home, and even worse, demonstrates his lack of ability in being able to address problems that needed to be addressed. As a result of his lack of leadership, his favored son Joseph was thrown into a pit, and it would be years before they would see each other again. In like manner, your boss, coming back from COVID, may be out of touch with reality and sending you into a hostile territory that may land you in a bit of depression and despair. But thankfully, God had mercy on Joseph and got him out, and you're no different. Verse 27 says, Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay a hand on him, for he is our brother, our flesh. And they all agreed. In a moment of compassion, his brothers decided not to leave him in the pit, but instead sold him to a band of slave traders. Not ideal, but little did Joseph know that this incident was required to get him to his destiny, the palace of Egypt. Maybe you can relate. You were doing what you were told to do at work, and instead, things were not going as planned and everything went down the drain. There will be times when God will allow us to go through pits in our career, but only because that's what's needed to get us into the palace. And also, my friend, you're going to get some souls saved along the way. But More on that in a bit. The next stop in Joseph's journey to the palace was Potiphar's home. After arriving in Egypt, he was purchased to work as an enslaved person in one of the more dignified homes in Egypt. Because of God's favor and Joseph's work ethic, 
He worked up the ranks to be the general overseer in Potiphar's home. The only thing that Joseph was not in charge of was Potiphar's wife, and she would play a leading role in Joseph's eventual downfall from that position. Although Joseph did nothing wrong that we can read about in Scripture, God had to position Joseph in the next season in jail to meet with some individuals that would one day help bring him before Pharaoh. Even in jail, God was gracious to Joseph. And it says in Genesis 39, verse 21, The Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him, granting him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. Although Joseph was in another problematic situation, believing his career aspirations were no longer a consideration, God was able to provide an avenue for Joseph to continue to use the gifts and talents that he had. And it gave him favor also with the leadership in the jail. My friend, although your job may be less than optimal at this point, somehow and in some way, God will give you favor to use the gifts and talents that he's placed in you. It may not be to your fullest potential, but it will be something. While serving his sons, Joseph met with the king's cupbearer and baker, who were also serving time in jail. These two individuals weren't just on Pharaoh's staff. They had a face-to-face -face conversation with Pharaoh when needed. Joseph interpreted some dreams for these individuals, and it was because of this encounter that God would get Joseph out of jail. You can read more about this interaction in Genesis 40. This leads me to my next point. Although your job may not be going the way that you want it to, your ticket out of the pit may be one conversation away. Don't discount how you talk to your coworkers and especially your manager. Those around you, well, they're going to have some connections that you may not be aware of. The Bible reminds us in Hebrews 13 verse 2, Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have entertained angels without knowing it. We should be hospitable to everybody, especially our leaders, co-workers, and clients. Other than because Jesus commands it, it's also because they might be the link that God uses to bring us out of the pit and into a new season of blessing. I've experienced this type of situation many times. As one of my jobs became a pit-like experience, God used a previous co-worker to bring me into a new season with a new company. When it says in Psalms 40 verse 2, He lifted me up from the pit of despair and out of the miry clay. He set my feet upon a rock and he made my footsteps firm. God will often use an individual that you know to bring you out of the pit. Now I want you to think about it. Did you hear about Jesus from someone that you knew? More than likely you did. And because of that, you were brought out of a much worse pit than the one that you're working in now. It's a pit called eternity in hell. Ultimately, through all of Joseph's challenges in his career, he wound up second in command over all of Egypt. My friend, if you feel that your career has been filled with struggle like Joseph and seasons of being in a pit, I want you to take heart. God knows exactly where you are, and he has a reason for allowing you to experience what you're working in. This season is not permanent. When you look back, you will see that God had to place you where you're at in order to build the endurance and character that you need. Be faithful to God. Do your job as well as you can. Be diligent about it. And thankfully, honor those around you. If you can do that, you won't be in the pit for very long. And before too long, you'll be holding the keys to the palace in your hand. Let's pray. Father, I pray for my friend listening, the one that's going through a challenging moment in their work. They're back at work. They're doing their job, but there's no joy in it. They're struggling, not just with one thing, but with everything. It's a, just a drudgery. Father, I ask one that you would restore the joy of the salvation that you've given to us into their hearts. Help them to hear your word again like never before. Remind them that deliverance is near, but it's for a set and appointed time. So while we wait, 
Father, I ask, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Empower us to do your job that you've laid before us. In this season that you've called us to be in this workforce, Father, I ask, help us to see the souls around us that need you. Because maybe, just maybe, we're not there for our own career satisfaction, but we're there to win a soul or several souls into your kingdom. Help us to focus on what is in your kingdom first, and then our kingdom last. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.